It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August 20th, 2022. My name is Andy Vaughn and with me, as always, is Gordo. Aloha. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm mediocre to, to middling yeah, to slight, slightly below average. I'm, 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 I'm I, I, I would say I'm good to soft. Good to soft. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Let's hope it stays there then. Yeah. I take it if it firms up, that's better, yeah. Much better for me. Uh yeah, yeah, okay. it's a quick horse. I'm not I'm not native uh native river. Is it native, native river? river. Love running yeah. in the schlop. Yeah. He did indeed. And um with us this week is our guest, Dave Greenfield. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, same as guys. Bit of a uh, mixed bag, wasn't it? It wasn't great. Well, last week was horrible for me. Um, not not just in picks wise, but uh, watching my team Dundee United yeah. just get absolutely destroyed twice. Yeah. Um, I, did, I did watch the game. So. Utterly awful, really I bad, we, and we're in, and we're in a bad way now as well because that's one point we've got, and we just got absolutely trounced by Hearts as well following our seven nil defeat away in Alkmaar. It's just not, it's not, well, 4-1. We scored a penalty. We could beat by Hearts 4-1. So we got a goal from the penalty spot. Just bad. Not good. And then the picks on top of that were, we got unlucky a lot of times. I don't think anything really went yeah. for us last week. Um, a few nil-nils in there. All draws, which just, yeah, and they're all even money numbers as well. Both uh, some of the outsiders as well would suffer from early cards. Which is just like the worst thing. I, was like, I need this team to put in a great profile. Ten men. <laughs> and that's yeah. never how it goes. So let's uh, let's recap it then. Um, it's not going to be fun, um, but but we'll do it. I got off. I got the banker treble off to well, to nothing start. Um, Kawasaki versus Kyoto Sanga. Really like the home win at odds of four to nine, and I still will like the home win if the odds are that price when the game actually gets played. Uh, this game was postponed um, because of a typhoon in Japan. Not much we can do there. Uh, it wasn't a loss, though. Just a void on the, a void on the coupon. Non-runner non to start with. Um, I had my banker did come in. Uh, this was AS Roma away at Salernitana. First game of the season. Uh, Roma won 1-0. I'd have liked to be a bit more comfortable in that. But if you look at the overall stats of the game... Roma Roma had less of the ball but way more shots on target way more they just were hitting on the break whenever they go in so uh, yeah it wasn't it wasn't our man who scored to start with it was Brian Cristante uh, was, none of the Abrahams were involved any of the brothers um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so just a 1-0 win for me in there and uh, that went off it, it drifted a little bit so it went off at 1-2 so yes Roma started the bankers well for me Dave yeah, so I had uh, Arsenal uh, to beat Leicester, uh, one to two. I think it went off about six to eleven in the end. But uh, 
Yeah, Arsenal won the game 4 2. Comfortably 2 0 up by half time. A couple of goals from uh, Jesus. First one, a sublime finish, wasn't it? If you saw it. And then uh, Arsenal sort of had an Arsenal moment, didn't they? (laughs) At the start of the second half. Saliba with an own goal from a header. But then a minute later, uh, Xhaka scores, makes it 3 1. Uh, Madison getting one, three two, and then again a minute later after that, Arsenal score again. Uh, so yeah, Arsenal like nineteen attempts, seven on target. Uh, you know they look, look look good again, didn't they? To be fair to them, especially they are looking them. good. They're 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 looking like they're going to score goals as well, which is, yeah. which is nice. Um, so yeah, they'll be one to one to look out for. I, I did say it, I think in the the first episode of this season that I quite fancy Arsenal for a top four finish this year. I think they'll come fourth. And then on, I mean, okay, we're it's very early days, um, but quite happy with what I'm seeing so far. And that's another banker treble in. If you put the treble on, that was uh, a winning return. Obviously, you get a void for my game, so I think it worked out just over even money, which is all right. Um, nice way, nice way to start the week. Um, we then moved on to the value picks. I was in the Danish Superliga. Uh, my value pick was 15 to 8, so almost 2 to 1. I just thought um, it was a, a really good spot to back Norgeland away at Alborg. Uh, the bet lost. The game finished nil-nil, but Norgeland did have the best of it. 68% possession, 12 shots to Alborg's 5. Um, so I think that was a misprice at 15 to 8. Uh, we just didn't get it in this time. But hey, you know, yeah, you can't complain about a fifteen to eight shot not coming in. I guess, and it was close. It was almost the exact circumstance for my game as well. This was AC Ajaccio recently promoted against Racing Club Lens or Lens. I've been told my French pronunciation of most of the teams is wrong <laughs> by someone in our French office from from myself and Andy's work who'd listened to the podcast. So I have to stop saying pow. It's po Lens. Uh, rather than lens and um, reams, not correct. I can't even really say reams properly. I tried it a couple of times and I just sound a bit daft. So go on, give us uh, it. What should, what should it be? It should be reem. All right, okay. To that, 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 that makes sense. Reem. Okay. Yeah, but I just feel like it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, AC Ajaccio versus Lons, um Same spot as Andy. Now, now draw. Much more of the ball. Much more goal attempts. Much more shots and goal. Ajaccio ended up with like five players booked by half time, so they were really dug in to try and get something out of this game, and they did. So credit to them. Uh, Longs went off at uh, thirteen to ten, so again, way over even money. But no return this week, and another nil nil draw. Dave, how was your value? Uh, well, I'm gonna complete hat trick of nil nil draws. Uh, wonder what odds we'd have got for that. I know, that's <laughs> yeah. you, you, that would be great if playing the pools back in the day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh, Port Vale against Bolton, and uh, I fancy Bolton at 16 to 11. Uh, to be fair, Bolton were on top first half, but uh, Santos got sent off for uh, two bookings, uh, sent off on the 37th minute, and to be fair, just, just killed the game. Uh, Port Vale didn't offer a lot, and Bolton did offer a lot second half either. I think they happily played out a 0 0 draw, but. Yeah, it was one of them, weren't it? I think if maybe if Bolton keep eleven men on the field, they're going to win it. You don't know, do you? But yeah, it's certainly it's more it. of a chance than he did with yeah. It was one of them, but we managed to find 
three of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three of those, one of them's this week. Just unfortunate, all nil-nil. Um, you know, I send it off in your game and then myself and Gordon's like probably the better chances and certainly the better possession. So unfortunate. And we'll look to look to, well, I, you know, the picks were still good. Uh, I, you know, there were big, there were big odd shots here. Uh, so hopefully luck falls in our favor this week. On to the outsiders. And I was in Scotland for St. Mirren versus Ross County. Both these teams will struggle this year. Um, and you can probably see that by the fact that this game ended 1-0 to the home side, St. Mirren. So no outsider for me. I'd back Ross County. Um, St. Mirren, 40% possession, but still won the game 1-0. They had two shots on target to Ross County's one. So there wasn't much going on here. Um, both sides will probably struggle. Um, and no outsider win for me. I, I, I thought it'd be a coin flip game and I went for the 11-5 to team. Okay, well, uh, mine also didn't come in. I had Wraith versus Morton. I'm just going to stop buying games with Morton and I have yet to select any good, positive Morton-based results this season. Um, you try and back them, they, they they lose. You try and back against them, or even to draw, and they win. So I believe they're playing high-flying top-of-the-league Dundee this week, are they not? They are. So, so uh, you know, I mean, you might we think... We all like to see a Morton win, but... Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with that this week. Um, so yeah, Wraith versus Morton. It was two 0 to Wraith after 66 minutes, and um, Morton got a goal back in the 80th. Again, they had more of the ball, more shots on target, um, more shots off goal. You know, they, they were decent for it. Wraith just they, they got their chances in the net. It was. It, this is going to be the story of this entire week. Is that? Yeah, occasionally you're 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 trying to find games that are priced not as coin flips, and uh, this was one of them. They they. They had enough of the ball to do the damage and didn't do it. So no outsider for me this week. Um, and you'll be both relieved to know that Morton do not feature in any of my picks during this week. So Dave, what have you got? Yeah, so uh, my outsiders yeah, turned out to be my worst pick of the week. Uh, it was Plymouth versus Peterborough. And I like Peterborough 19 to 10. Uh, they ended up losing the game 2-0. Uh, Peterborough had looked pretty decent before this, but... Uh, they weren't great at the weekend. You know, Plymouth took the lead through Finazaz, who's on loan from uh, Villa. Looks decent at that level. And then Ryan Ardy got the second with a penalty to finish the game off. They had played in the uh, League Cup last Tuesday and uh, Peterborough had won that game 2-0. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, you know, it looked, looked pretty decent, albeit with you know, two different squads out. But yeah, no, they, they just, just weren't that good. Peterborough, but well, you know, one, we're not going to get them all in every week. <laughs> one thing to note about that, Dave, is that your outsider Peterborough actually drifted around after that midweek game because obviously you tipped them before it and yeah. quite large price. They ended up going off at like 75, 8 to 5. <laughs> like they, they, uh, they, they dropped right in. So you were on the right yeah. side of like you had the value to start with. It's just they didn't they didn't capitalize on it. Cool. Green Army! (laughs) (laughs) On to the charity picks. And the theme of the week continues. Uh, My charity pick lost. I I took Aberdeen, and I I know a lot of people this week in various coupons had Aberdeen. It was all over Twitter. They just played badly and got a bad result against Motherwell at home. They lost 3-2. Um, in no point were they 2-0 up, unfortunately. They lost an early goal. They turned it around to be 2-1 in front just after halftime. Um, and then went on to lose the match. So a disappointing result for Aberdeen and quite a disastrous result um, 
for a lot of people betting on Scottish football because I think they were a very tasty price at four to five and most people would have had them on their weekend slips. I got absolutely done in in Norway in my charity bet and I feel yeah, you personally did. aggrieved by this. So I'd taken those fucking ham cam cunts to lose to, to Valoranga. Uh, I had I had Valoranga away at ham cam. Ham cam are recently promoted and they've been very good. Valoranga were up 1-0 at half time, went into the break and I actually thought the notification I was getting was a game to be over, uh, but it, you know, it was ham cam equalising 90 plus three uh, to, to kill my leg of the charity bet. And yeah, it was just... After because so this game kicked off at seven pm and Roma kicked off at seven forty five. After that went in, I was certain I was losing my charity bet. You know, way I'm just like, nah, this is not happening. Yeah. Roma are going to get down to ten men after four minutes or something and just get and just do me in here. But yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not a not a great week uh, for for me. But the charity I obviously the most. I obviously want to see all the picks on the podcast come in, but that happening has saved me a tenner this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> How's it safe to this week? Because you you'll be you'll be back in the charity this week, will you not? No, it goes across if we both lose. Oh, did I? Did you do it last? Oh, you did it, did last, it last week. week. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought, I thought that. I'll have yeah, you. we both lost. So I thought it was I thought it was me. So we switch. Oh no, it's my turn anyway. Oh. I technically did get the charity bet as a free bet because I did back Villa and Everton's price boost on Hills with a tenner for like they boosted like a goal to over even money, and I was like, great, that's fine, tenner on that. Hey, charity bets, well, they all lost. So um, I, I've kind of spoiled the surprise with Dave's pick. So Dave, how did your charity pick on? Yeah, so it was a, uh, it, it was a loser, but it was Accrington against Burton. And uh, I liked Accrington, Accrington at 10 to 11. And uh, <laughs> this guy ended up 4-4. Mental. I mean, this was some game. Uh, value for entertainment here if you uh, were at Accrington at the weekend. So Burton... And had scored all season, including and won all season, including the game in the League Cup. Uh, I got three 0 up, two 0 up half time, and then got three 0 up with a hat trick from uh, Keelan Dunn, who they'd picked up from Oldham in the summer. Uh, um, Aki replied two quick goals on fifty two and fifty seven, but then Burton went four two up in the eighty first minute, and then. Aki brought on a guy called Josh Woods in the 88th minute. He scores on the 90th minute to make it uh, 3-4. And then he sets up the equaliser in the 96th minute. So, That's an impact sub for you there. Four. Yeah, yeah, again. But, uh, yeah. I mean, Aki had 20 goal attempts, uh, eye on target. Burton, 15, 5 on target. So like I say, if, if you were down there that game of the weekend, that's you know you, you probably wanted Aki to win, but it's some entertainment for a good thing for League Two football, uh, League One football, even sorry. Yeah, Eight goal thriller. Yeah, what superb, um, but not superb for well, for our cha- for our charity bet. But you know, it did, we all we all picked losers, so um, work to do for all of us in this week's picks. Um, we do have a Facebook group, guys. Please do join us on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people chatting back and forth. Dave, I see we're recording this on Tuesday. You have a selection for tonight's card out on Facebook. No point in really mentioning it here because uh, 
by the time this podcast <laughs> is out, the game, the games will be gone. Um, but do join us on Facebook and you'll get access to those extra uh, little midweek things now and again. And um, you'll hear opinions from right across the community. We've got a couple of hundred people interested in in uh, football betting and betting on other sports in there. We also have a Patreon channel and we'd like to welcome Charlie. Thanks for joining us on Patreon this week. So another Patreon member. Welcome, Charlie. Um, that's just to give something back to the show. It's six pound a month. Uh, you get this podcast as a video file as soon as we do it. So that'll be uploaded this evening, Tuesday night. You get a cheat sheet with all the picks written down every week. So you don't have to try and remember any of the games or uh, what we said or who, what we like for the weekend. And you get some other stuff as well. There's some extra video podcast content for the horse racing, for the golf majors, um, sometimes for the darts, just big sporting events throughout the year. There's always some extra stuff in there too. So join us over on Patreon. We'd love to have you. Um, we also have the middle section for Patreon viewers, which is where we shoot the breeze about stuff that's been going on this week and any picks that didn't perhaps make the show. Uh, I had two middle picks last week and they both won at odds of 21 to 10 and 5 to 2. So a bit gutting that for the regular show, they, they weren't included. But might they were also, there. Might also come in. Might, might, Did might your middle section come <laughs> yeah. in as well? Keel beat um, Heidenheim, I think it was, uh, 2-0. I was like, Wonderful. great, glad, glad I saved that one. So I uh, hope, hope he's gotten that and none of my other picks. That'd be great. Well, we're going to that now. We're going to recap them now. And on our normal podcast channel, you'll hear, you'll hear from our sponsors. So we'll see you guys after the break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, August 20th, 2022. And as normal, we'll run through our banker picks, our value picks, outsider picks, and then end with a pick from each of us to go in a charity treble where all the returns, should we get any? Go to a charity of our choosing, which we'll announce next week. So to kick us off with the bankers, I'm very close to home. Saturday, the early kickoff at 12.30 in the Scottish Premiership for Hibs versus Rangers. And the away win for Rangers is 3-5, to five, which is pretty damn big, in my opinion. Rangers are a perfect nine points out of nine, three games into the new Premiership season with wins against Livingston, Kilmarnock and St. Johnson where they've scored eight goals and conceded only once. And that was actually the first goal that they saw in any of their matches. Uh, and, they, and they came back to win. They've been absolutely dominant across these games too. They've had over 70% possession in each of the games. And they've had a total of 63 attempts at goal across three games, which is high by anyone's standard. Hibs have four points from their opening three matches. They beat 10-man St. Johnson, big whoop. Uh, they drew with Hearts with a last touch of the game um, equaliser and they lost last week to Livingston. They've scored three goals and conceded three goals for a goal difference of zero. So, you know, based on all that, Rangers just look far too strong for a Hibs side that isn't up to very much. 
Um, and while they'll, you know, they'll raise their game, or you would hope they would raise their their game for a visit from Rangers, the, the three to five odds are just really, really high and too good for me to turn down. So my banker this week is Rangers. Gordo, any opinion on that? Obviously, you're a Hibs fan. No, I think the opinion on that is I will just completely abstain from discussion upon it. I think you're correct in that we're, we're going to lose. Uh, I would just like to see us not to do that. It's much like the Dundee United St Mirren game that you were talking about. I know it's going yeah. to take place. I know I want to win. I have no hope in that happening. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, what's your ba- what's your banker pick? Yeah, I mean, I'll move you on to some more positive news. Uh, so I am in in Napoli for my uh, or Naples in for for my banker pick, which kind of gives away who I'm backing uh, for Napoli versus recently promoted Monza. Um, Napoli got off to a flying start uh, for from the first round of the Italian league, uh, winning five two away at Verona after the conceding a, a, a an early goal to one of our. Uh, podcast favourites, Mr. Kevin Lasagna, uh, who's recently been transferred to uh, Verona. It's so, a me, it's Kevin. A, Kevin. Um, but Napoli have made some really shrewd signings over the summer. Like they've they've done some really. They've signed a Georgian boy, um, Kvar Ratchkilia, I think the guy's name is, um, who was playing in the Georgian league. He was he was playing in Russia, and now he's playing in Georgian league. Straight into the first team day one. Uh, for the preseason friendlies, he scored three goals in the preseason friendlies, and he scored a, another one to start off that game. Um, some other ones in there as well, um, and that they've got still got Victor Ozyman, uh, Zelensky, Labotka, Politano, all scored in there. They had a goal chopped off as well for for a six-two win. Um, so they're playing really well. Monza are interesting this season. They lost their first game to Torino, and um, no real shame in that. But they've they've went full Gretna, um, like they've 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 signed. Like a whole bunch of guys that you're like, oh, I remember him. I, 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 he he plays football, um. So they, they they've got some instant guys like remember Renokia, um, who, who was playing with Inter a couple of seasons ago. Pablo Mari, ex Arsenal player in there, um, Marlon from Shakhtar's days. He used to terrorise uh, Celtic players when they played them. I, I seem to remember that in the in the Champions League. But they've got a whole bunch of guys in there that you're like, oh, Andrea Carboni, um, and a, a whole bunch of players that. I don't think are quite good enough for for this level. Napoli, I think, will win this game. And you're getting them, I think, what's a rather farcical odds of 4-11 to, to do so. This game's in February. They are much shorter. They're 1-4 here because Monza will be around in the re- relegation uh, places. But 4-11 for Napoli here represents good value for me. But it's a Sunday evening game, so um, five 5.30. Dave, what have you got in the banker area? Uh, so I'm Kenny Duker of the good doctor. Uh, He's not... a great man, wasn't he? He was, he was. He had... That's incredible. <laughs> He's banging about 10 a gang, didn't he? he was. <laughs> um, yes, I don't think they quite have him uh, as of yet, but I'm sure they're keeping their options open uh, if Pablo yeah. Mari doesn't work out for them. Um, but yeah, yeah. that's uh, banker wise, that's, that's me hopefully sorted and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Dave, what have you got? Yeah, so from our banker, I'm uh, in your guys' uh, hometown. Well, hometowns, so I'm not actually 100% sure where Bonnie Rigg is in Scotland, but uh, that kind of gives it away. It's Bonnie Rigg against Albion Rovers, uh, Saturday 3 pm, it's Scottish League 2. And uh, I'm going to type Bonnie Rigg here at 1 to 2. So uh, we've talked about Bonnie Rigg a few times on uh, the middle section of Patreon, if you've uh, been watching. And uh, 
they got promoted from the playoffs from the Lowland League um, last season, and they uh, sit second at the moment after three games, seven points, scoring seven, conceding two. Whereas Albion Rovers are bottom of this league with no points. They've only scored one goal and they've conceded four. You know, Bonnie Rig have beat 4 4, East 5, and they drew with Stranraer last week. Whereas Albion have uh, lost to East 5, lost to Stenhouse Mule, lost to Dunbar. Uh, Kevin Smith is uh, the second top goal scorer with three goals this season with Bonnie Rig as well. So. Yeah, we, you know, we, like I said, we spoke about them for, we think they're going to do pretty well. Got a good budget down there for uh, most promoted teams in that league down there. So, where is Bonnie Rigg exactly then, guys? Um, I, I don't actually really know where Bonnie Rigg is, to be honest. It's not, they're, they're recently promoted to Andy, could you step in? Do you know where Bonnie Rigg is? Um, Lothian. It's Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it? so we're so Gordon and I are based in Glasgow. So it's not far, but it's uh, it's neither it's neither Edinburgh than it is than it is Glasgow. So take us take us about an hour to get there. So uh, apparently the average hotel is a hundred and nine pound a night. If you want more <laughs> more nice Bonnie Rig notes, Bonnie Rig uh, notes. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's a good pick in there, Dave. They, they, you're right. Yeah. You do have a massive budget in comparison to the rest mm-hmm. of the teams in that league. So that's um, three bankers, Rangers, Napoli and Bonnie Rig. And if they all come good, the treble is 2.3 to 1. So pretty good. And we're 100% on our bankers so far. So let's keep that rolling. Um, on to the value picks now. And I am back in one of my favourite leagues on Sunday at 11am UK time for Shonen Belmere versus the Kashima Antlers in the Japanese J1 League. Uh, we've got about 10 games left to play. In, in the in the J League and Kashima are currently in second spot five points behind the leaders Yokama F Marinos and they've got 43 points from 25 matches so they've been having a really good season their hosts Shonen are only one point above the relegation zone so they've 25 points from 24 games and they're only three points ahead of dead last place so they're in serious danger of being relegated um, they're also not really that good at home they've only achieved 13 points from 13 home games this season. Uh, the third worst home record in the league. Scoring only nine home goals and conceding 20. That's that's pretty poor. Especially if you're up against a team that's um, had a season like Kashima has. Big game for, for the Antlers. They've slumped a bit recently in terms of form. I think they've only managed five points from the last five games. But this is a huge opportunity for them to put three points on the board. Um, and and you know really stake a claim that they're going to be involved uh, in in the title race uh, at the end of the season. Thirteen to ten for an Antlers win. I think that's pretty good. Getting over even money on this game, so that's my value pick for this week. Kashima Antlers. Nice one. Let's uh, hope the Typhoons let us get this. Let, let the game go ahead. Yeah, let the game be played. Um, I'm going to say what I'm going to say really quietly now. Let's pick. This is a this might be pick of the week. I know that means I'm gonna murder this, but um yeah, this is a this is Gersunia Spore versus Kaisin Passa. Um and I really, really, really like this pick. And I think Joey will also back me up on this when he listens <laughs> to this. So um let me take you into it. So um Gersunia Spor versus um Kaisin Passa. Two games into the Turkish league so far. Gersunia Sport beat Galatasaray away at the big price of seven to one, one nil last week. Uh, and lost their first game 3-2 to Adana Demiraspor, who have 
I don't know if any of you guys have seen this, have uh, one of the oddest front lines kind of um, going at the moment. Um, they have um, Brit Asombalonga, <laughs> um, from, uh, who we may remember from playing for Middlesbrough for a while and Forest and Peterborough mm-hmm. and various different teams. He went straight from Middlesbrough to Demiraspor, which is a, it's a, it's a nice move for him. Um, <laughs> you've got a couple of players like that that you're like, oh shit, he's still doing it. Uh, Gorkan Inler, if you remember him as well, the, the, the Swiss boy who was playing for a while. And they've got some other ones as well that I was wanting to mention Um but yeah, they've, they've they've got some pretty decent players. They're actually top of the league at the moment. Their their first two games have been two wins against. They've scored three in both of them uh, against uh, Gersunyaspor and Sivaspor in there. Um, Gersunyaspor's opponents this week, Kasim uh, Passa, are fucking garbage. And their first two games of the season, they've conceded ten goals, four in the first, six in the second. So they conceded four to Bashak Shahir and six at home to Fenerbahce. And now this wasn't a game as if, like, it, it, you know, they get a man sent off early, uh, fine. But there was only one goal prior to that. And we see what Bolton managed to hold on for a draw there. So they don't, they can't quite compete at that level. <laughs> can't quite compete at that level in there. Casting pass are not going to be good this season. Um, you know, their two games have been rancid so far. Um, they played Galatasaray in the pre-season cup that they do. Um, so they have played a, a kind of a, the same team this season so far. They lost that game 2-1. I really like Gersunia Spore here. You get them at 5-4 to four or 15-11 to 11 at, um, at William Hill. So uh, shop around for your prices there. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this. And I know that by mentioning this as my, my favourite thing that I'm bringing to the show this week, I have all but ensured Cassim Passes first points of the season. So I, I congratulate them on that ahead of the game. Um, but yeah, Gersunia I know. I know literally nothing about the Turkish league. Like, nothing. Did Joey finished like, his work? Yeah, I'll just dial him in the now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get Joey in to talk about that. But you know how there's just some leagues you just don't know anything about at all? Like, you might as well have been talking about the West Highland Women's Curling League or something. Yeah. Like, I just I just don't, I just don't know. Um, that, you can steal my picture. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, tr- I'm trusting you, G-Man. Yeah, Trust I me mean, to bring it home. They're a big price, so let's. Uh, they're a big price for what they are. Um, so let's just bring it home. So, Dave, are you, uh, where, which Turkish team are you taking in the in the middle <laughs> slot? <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure there's any Turkish players even playing in this game, but it's. Uh, I'm in League One Saturday at three o'clock, and it's uh, Shrewsbury against Ipswich. I'm going to tag Ipswich here at six to five. Uh, so, Ipswich. Sit top of uh, League One at the minute, uh, seven points from three games, scoring six, conceding two. Shrewsbury sitting in 15th. Uh, they've got four points from their three games, scoring two, conceding two. Ipswich have had a decent start. Like I said, uh, drew 0 0 with Bolton, uh, beat Forest Green away 2 1. And then last week they uh, beat MK Dons 3 0. And uh, apparently that, that game, the Ipswich were. Absolutely superb. I mean, you can if you go on a few like Ipswich fan sites, the, the fans are absolutely like saying it's the best they've seen Ipswich play for that many years. Uh, they actually in that game there was a there's a 55 minute stretch where MK Dons didn't even have a shot in 55 minutes. That's how well like, they control that game. Uh, I mean, they have they uh, sorry. John I. Dinashtian, he plays right centre-half. 
he got two assists in that game, and one of them was from a right wing back. <laughs> so like you can tell, like, like yeah, they're playing game, these boys. Then yeah, they're, they're... yeah, you can tell how they're playing their football. Um, yeah, Sh- Shrewsbury have uh, drew nil nil with Morecambe. They got beat by Accrington two nil, and then to be fair, they had a decent win against uh, Wickham last week, two uh, one win, but. Ipswich also got a decent record here against Shrewsbury in the last five games. They've won three and drawn two. Just, you know, Ipswich are one of the favourites for this league and their performances so far have shown why. And uh, I don't see any reason why it's going to stop here away at Shrewsbury. Nice one. Excellent. And a treble on the value picks of Kashima Garansi Rapport. Is that right, Gordon? I think you, you... because in the in the message you spelt it you spelt it wrong. So I autocorrect. I am badly I am I am badly pronouncing a misspelt team. So yeah, good luck. And uh at Ipswich, ten point three eight to one. So over over ten to one for the value treble. That's that's pretty good. On to our outsiders where we look for something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. Um, I am in Germany in the Bundesliga Saturday at 5.30pm UK time for Union Berlin versus Red Bull Leipzig. And the home win for Union here is 5-2, to two, which is quite a big price um, on a home team. Uh, we're only two games into the season, uh, but they, they finished last season in fifth place, only one point behind Leipzig. So, you know, historically, these two teams have been pr- pretty equally matched. Um, they've started this season pretty well, undefeated. They've got four points. Uh, Leipzig, they've drawn their first two matches, 1-1 away at Stuttgart, and then again 1-1 at home to FC Cologne. Uh, neither particularly good results. Um, I think it's just quite surprising for Union to be such big dogs in this spot, especially as the home team. They're really, really good at home. They haven't lost a home game in their last 12 home matches. Uh, you have to go back to February when Dortmund beat them. And that was their one loss from their last 19 home matches across all competitions. So they're, they're solid at home and they're playing against a team that they basically matched all of last season. Union also won both times they played in Berlin last year in 2021. They, they beat um, RB Leipzig twice in Berlin, both 2-1 two, two scorelines. So I like the big price of 5-2 to two for them here um, as underdogs. So they're my outsider. I really like that pick. Um, it was one that I, I tend to avoid back in Arsenal, Union Berlin or Kawasaki Frontale for my p- pod, podcast picks. I thought, I, I thought you were just going to avoid backing teams that predominantly play in red, but you threw you threw in the <laughs> no. blue of Kawasaki there. No, I, I don't generally back on the podcast. I think ah, it's probably something. It's like if you showed up and started backing some of the teams I'm going to mention next, I'd be like, do I just stay out of the league too, mate? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think it is a really good pick um, in there. So... Hopefully I'll be able to add to what I think is a good pick in there um, with a French League 2 game. This was uh, the fourth round of the League 2 and it's Stade Laval recently promoted from um, the champion at Nationale back up to League 2 playing just parachuted out FC Mets uh, from League 1. Um, they are two teams here that Pretty solid. Um, Stade Laval generally float between the Liga Nationale and also the, the League Two. Uh, FC Mets float between League Two and the top French division, League One. 
Um, I fancy a draw in this game. Um, the bookies have it as the prices for it is seven to four, two to one, seven to four. Uh, so they they they've got pretty uh, they've got no real idea what's going on here. The reason I say a draw in this is I think FC Mets are probably good enough to win this game if it's played the other way around and they're playing at home. But Stadlaval are great at home. They were um, they got picked. I think in the first couple of seasons of this podcast, I was picking them religiously when they played at home. They just, you know, they they they, they struggle away from home, but they're pretty damn good there. And they've started the season pretty well so far um, with, with two wins from three. Both teams are on uh, six points after three games. So they're, they're already, you know, together in the table there. I think the game's going to end up a draw. Two to one, 21 to 10 on Bet365 if you, if you want a little more spice in there. Obviously, you're not getting any early payout in a draw. Um, unless it was a, a two nil one, um, and uh, but yeah, so that's the. I seen Andy's laughing in the background. I think I remember Boob a couple of years ago by saying that it was a. I think it was going to be a, a one each win, or was it a one nil draw in one of the games? Um, but yeah, so I like Stad Laval and Mets to draw this game. I think twenty one to ten is a big price for that, considering they haven't really played each other actually since like the mid 2000s but all of those games were one goal swings uh, but I'm, I'm not really taking much much stock from their form in 2005 <laughs> Dave what do you think for your outsider bit uh, so I'm uh, going to be in the uh, Premier League again Saturday at 3pm it's Everton against uh, Notts Forest I think I'm, I'm going to type Forest there at 3-1 to one. um I don't think any team should ever be three to one against Everton at the minute. One three to one against Everton, but uh, no, so you know, there's only been two games this season so far, as we know. But Everton have got uh, no points from both games. They've only scored once, and that was a uh, a Dinier on goal for them last week in, in their loss to Villa. You know, they lost one 0 to Chelsea. Uh, their injury list. Is, is horrendous. I mean, they've got no no Decore, no Gomez, no Townsend, no Godfrey, uh, no DCL, no Yerry Mina. Uh, the, their only striker they've actually got fit is Rondon. And would you even call him a striker? No. Would you even call him a footballer? I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, there's talk, there's talk they're after Morpoy uh, from Brighton to come in, but right, Chelsea have been Forty million for Anthony Gordon today, so oh, I could be losing that. Yeah, yeah, they could be losing Anthony Gordon as well, which would put them even further down. But yeah, they, they brought in uh, um, Connor Cody, which I'm very surprised about, seeing as he's such a massive Liverpool fan. I don't know really why he's going to play for Everton, but yeah, closer to Anfield to watch other games. So that didn't yeah. Matter. Money talks, obviously. Uh, brought in Dwight McNeil and uh, the, a guy they brought on last week. Uh, to be fair, he looked decent. And it's, uh, oh, no, no, what's my name? Oh, no, no. <laughs> there you go. Man. There's your, there's uh, your little musical sex. Yeah. We'll thank Alan Shearer for that joke because he did that joke on Match of the Day. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, Forrest lost their opening game 2-0 to Newcastle. But they beat West Ham last week at home 1-0. Uh, you know, they're a bit fortunate. They, they had a penalty. Uh, West Ham missed a penalty. had a goal disallowed. But Boris looked okay. Uh, but I think they can, uh, just like the lack of Everton's firepower. And, uh, you know, Forrest just this week, they, they brought in uh, Dennis from Watford. Uh, Czech Coyote, who was released from Palace. Uh, they brought in uh, Frula, the Swiss guy from Atlanta. 
you know, put that with Lingard, Henderson, Toffolo, O'Brien, uh, and his new favourite player, Nico Williams, who looks good at the back. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Very good. Very good in my my, my uh, fantasy draft team is Nico Williams. What a guy. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they, they've got some good players there and I think that can cause Everton some problems here because, like I say, I wouldn't, wouldn't be touching Everton at all. Um, so, the last meeting between these two sides at Everton was the last time Forrest were in the Premier League. It was 1999. <laughs> Forrest, won, Forrest won that game 1-0. Uh, quiz question: Who got the goal? Pierre van Hooydonk. Yes. <laughs> that, long, that. that long. That long ago. Point. Superb. Right. Yeah, but yeah, but like I said, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be touching Everton, especially with no strike force and fact they've no lost two players. games. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. We'll t- we'll gladly tap Forest at three to one. Yeah, I like it, Dave. Um, and you know, outsiders difficult to get, but I like to combine the three as a as a Trixie, so I only need two of them. If you were to go for a straight up treble there on Union Berlin, a draw between Laval and Metz, and a win for Nottingham Forest, forty two point four to one. So you know, we we've certainly hit the brief there. We are going for outsiders, <laughs> and we'll see how we get on. They are the main picks from the show. Now on to the serious business of picking winners for our charity treble. And I am just going straight in the deep end with the earliest, possibly the earliest kickoff possible, um, you know, to try and get a winner on the board straight away. Friday at 11.30 a.m. UK time in the Japanese J1 League for Nagoya Grampus versus Jubilo Iwata. Um, Nagoya are mid-table they've got 30 points from 24 matches they're in danger of doing nothing um, at, either, at either end of the table really. uh, but Jubilo Iwata are dead last they've got 22 points from their 25 games Nagoya decent form 8 points from the last 5 matches Iwata have only 3 points from their last 5 which is strange considering they've scored only once and conceded 11 it just so happens that one goal was enough to beat Shonen 1-0 and sh- and Shonen are bad, which is why you know if you remember my value pick is Kashima to beat Shonen, so this sort of feeds into the into that a little bit. Um, so that's where they've got their uh, their three points in the five game form table from. Uh, they were absolutely battered in the other four matches by a combined scoreline of eleven nothing. Um, most recently six nil at home to the Urua Red Diamonds. Iwata are also the worst travelling team in the league. They've managed seven points from 12 away games this season. This should be a comfortable home win for Nagoya. Uh, the odds are four to seven, and I'm hoping that we've got one in the bag nice and early for charity come Friday morning. Good. Uh, my charity bet is a much higher price this time. Uh, you're mental. You're a crazy man. This is uh, Heidenheim versus Bielefeld. You're also not going to like my reasoning either, uh, to, to clarify that. Um, so Heidenheim, top of the top of the German Bundesliga. Bielefeld haven't had a point yet from their four games. Uh, what, what, is, is, what is this? You're, 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 you're going to hear me out, right? See, see if this is because I'm backing it this week anyway and you're expecting to do it next week, so you're just <laughs> going to put in some bullshit pick. That wouldn't, that wouldn't do anything for me in this. Um, this is Heidenheim versus Bielefeld. Um, so you might remember Bielefeld uh, from from last season and uh, being absolutely awful in the. Uh, <laughs> this is doing uh, nothing for me just now. <laughs> in the Bundesliga, but they're now in Bundesliga two. 
they haven't started fantastically so far, uh, losing 2-1 <laughs> uh, to, to Rostock and uh, 2-0 to Hamburg, who both uh, are, are, are all right in that league. Hansa Rostock are, are, are okay, but Hamburg, are, they're, they're pretty decent in there. Uh, they're playing against Heidenheim, who've been pretty good so far. Uh, they've taken uh, from their from their games. They've taken nine points from their four games. Um, I fancy a draw in this game and not a Heidenheim win. Why? Right. So hear me, hear me out. This game has been played. They played each other when Heidenheim were at home. For, the last four times have all been draws. So this has been nil nil one one two two three two in the in the last times they played. Three yeah. two is not a draw. <laughs> Sorry, nil nil one one two 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 two, uh, and three two uh, was prior to that. So it was four out of the last five games have been draws. Um, I think Bielefeld will start to pick up points here. What they did quite, I mean, they got relegated out of the Bundesliga, but what they did quite well was draw games. That was their only points. <laughs> like they, they they tend to get quite a lot of draws here. Now, I looked at this game as a Heidenheim win, but I couldn't bring myself to back it because I just feel like this is going to end up as a really boring draw, like a nil-nil draw, like no notification style draw. Um, and, you know, I'm even I'm even happy to take the mantle of the charity bet off you this week, purely because I am putting quite a, quite a large pick in here, if you would like. Um, no, no, we're all good. Think, it's, my, it's my turn to back it. That's all. I think, I, 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 I I'm think, just glad this is Sunday. So, I, so that we can see if, if we've hit every other pick on the 12 fold I might just be like I don't, I'm not normally a fan of cashing out but I don't think I'll like this pick at all I mean and, that, and that's fine you, know, you, don't, you don't have to um, it's I just think that this game will, will head towards a draw um, it's you know Bielefeld will start to pick up points in, in, in this league they will they're, they're, they're bad but they're not Ended up in the fucking Dritte Liga bad. They're just regular mid-season, uh, they're regular mid-table kind of German League 2 bad. Um, and I don't think Heidenheim have got enough to 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 hang around long enough at the top of the table to to kind of do anything around there. I mean, last season, um, they 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 ended up about sixth and they were they were well behind Hamburg for, for getting anywhere near the promotion places. So yeah, I think this game's going to be a draw. I knew you weren't going to like it, and you neither. You were going to like this pick. So, uh, but you didn't exactly you didn't exactly sell it to us either. <laughs> no, Here's all I the don't... reasons Heidenheim will win this game. <laughs> uh, I'm going to back a draw. Uh, the only other thing to mention to you as well, which I think you both will enjoy, is that Heidenheim played a CC preseason friendly versus Romerstein. Um, this is a club that are in like. There's no fixtures written down for them, so I don't know like what league they're doing for. And uh, Robertstein lost this game 29 nil. <laughs> <laughs> they were 13 nil down at half time. <laughs> Glad the team's not there. You're like, oh, I've got the wind in the second half, boys. <laughs> it's like great. Let's just go out and see the other 16. So yeah, um, I like a draw in this game. Um, Dave, what have you got? Because definitely going to matter this week. It was one of the things where I was just, I thought it was like a start off where you just listed things that were bad against Bayfield and then it was going to get better. It yeah. just didn't get any bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get a feel for a game in this one. I mean, I've given my reasoning and I'm not, I'm not going to make up anything in there as if that there is any more reasoning than what I've given. I just think this game's going to end up a draw. So, and it's even in the charity area, it's not even in the outsider yeah. slot. Um, let, let, let's uh, let's get your pick, Dave, and then I'll get the uh, fourth pick from my dog, uh, <laughs> who's, who's put in the same amount of work by just like walking over to a treat with a team name written under it. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, no, what charity pick's going to be uh, Saturday at three o'clock in the championship, and it's Reading against Middlesbrough, and uh, I'm going to take Middlesbrough here at evens. Uh, so as you know, I like Middlesbrough to uh, win the league this year, but at the minute they are they sit nineteenth with two points off three games, uh, scored five, conceded six. Uh, whereas Reading, they're eighteenth, uh, they've got three points. Uh, scoring two, conceded six. If you look at the games they've played, so Reading have lost to Blackpool. Uh, they beat Cardiff 2-1. They got absolutely hammered by uh, Rotherham, who got promoted from uh, League One last year, 4-0. Uh, I mean, if, if you watch highlights of this game, uh, the Reading keeper, Lumley's had an absolute shocker. It's it, Three goals are his fault, so hopefully he'll start a goal this week. Um but, uh, you know, they've got Shane Long as their main attacker as well. So it's no wonder Reddy not scoring a lot of goals. Uh, you know, good player, good work, of course, but he's never going to light up. And he's not a 30 goal season player, is he really? <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, obviously, you know, Paul Ince is the Reddy manager and they've got Tom Ince, who's never going to get subbed. <laughs> no matter what he does, is he Tom Ince? <laughs> so he's living life. Uh, but yeah, but he, he, you know, Middlesbrough's uh, three games. They've had a 1-1 draw with Albion, uh, lost a tight game to QPR, 3-2, and uh, a 2-2 draw with Sheffield United uh, last weekend. So, they've had a tough start in terms of fixtures. But, you know, I th- think Borough are going to get the season started here uh, with a win. They've only lost once in the last 10 games against Reading as well. And uh, did a bit, bit of business this week. Uh, so, they brought in Mowick from Albion, midfielder, which I'm surprised about. I'm surprised Albion have let him go. Obviously, Bruce doesn't fancy him. And uh, to, they've got, uh, so, they've got Marcus Force and Brentford uh, a few weeks ago. And they've also brought in uh, got Matthew Hopp, or Hoppe, who's an American international from Mallorca. Uh, don't look at his uh, scoring rates because it's not great, but hopefully he uh, might be able to uh, out, get yeah. settled in the championship. Yeah, and get settled. But, you know, like I said, this is a game. Middlesbrough really got a target, a win here, and uh, I think they're going to get one here. I don't, I don't think Reading are going win. I wouldn't be surprised to see Reading fighting relegation this season. So, Cool. Um, so a nice selection of games there, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Nagoya, a draw between Heidenheim and Bielefeld, and a win for Middlesbrough comes out at a perfect 10-1. to 1. Nice. There you go. So hopefully £110 going to charity next week. Or more likely, myself and Dave having a go at Gordon. For, <laughs> you know, of all the games in the entire world to try and pick a winner for charity. Can you just cash have, Can you just cash have, two games? <laughs> there must have been better options, man. You're te- out of all the games in the entire world, one just, that you think... To try and predict the result, the easiest one you can do is a draw between a team that's flying high and a team that's getting nothing going for them. Wonderful. I mean, that's 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 what I like this week. That's just I, I had a look, I went through all my leagues. That lot, 
you know what quite a lot of my leagues are suffering for at the moment when it comes to the Danish ones and the, the sorry the Norwegian ones and the Swedish ones is that they're playing Europa League. The teams I want to back are playing Europa mm. League midweek and then playing some diddy at like one to seven mm. at the weekend. Like there's no value in that. There's no so yeah, I I I've went for something a bit bolder here. I look forward to Hey, I wanted to come in. 110 quid going to charity after this. Uh, let's let's get it, lads. You know, 110 pounds for charity on next week's show. Um, in the meantime, just a reminder: we do have a, a Facebook page. Um, just search Trample Bet Podcast on on Facebook, and you can join in the conversation there. And uh, our Patreon channel as well: www.patreon.com forward slash Trampled Bet, and you'll get the cheat sheet with everything written down. Um, all the picks we've been through there. And if you did fancy the 12 fold, um, 17,957.96 to one. So there you go. Throw a pound on that. It's going to happen. Throw a pound on that's, yeah. the, that, that's the dream. You know, it's going to happen one day. And if it's, if it's like, if we've got nine results in and it's going into that Heidenheim game, maybe have a wee look at that cash out value. Just... <laughs> I, very good. Thanks. Just have a wee look. Dave, it's been a pleasure as always, my man. Thank you very much. No worries. Gordo, good to see you too. Um, and I'll see both of you gentlemen this time next week. Uh, enjoy the weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.